Talk shit, get hit. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Talk shit, get hit. <laughs> Surprise the nopsies. Surprise the nopsies. Surprise the nopsies. It's the show where we take a trope and a genre and mix them together and create a surprise synopsis. With me today is... Damien. And... Daleks. And I'm Harley. Wow, that's the most efficient intro we've had in ages. I, yeah, I, I was wow. like, I was where's waiting the rest for, of it? I kept waiting for something <laughs> to go wrong. Yeah. Is that what it sounds like when it works? Yeah, well, shit. you haven't said what we do yet, so you're like mid. Yeah, I did. No, he did that. Okay, very succinct uh, one. Okay, that, you said though, that's why it worked because Alex tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> I always do that, but what you oh. said reminded me of the guy when he's like, "Fuck you, Svetlana, you fuck me, I fuck your whole gender," and he's like throwing the toilet paper in the water. Cause it's what? Like, what? <laughs> they're like, "What sort of fucked up guy like stalks this bathroom?" Is this like from a movie or <laughs> from like your life? <laughs> is this is this when you went to Legoland? <laughs> is this another one of your classic anecdotes? <laughs> yeah, when I made that popper fish and then Alex took it off the wall and they thought it was real. Uh, classic oh. Legoland adventures with Alex. Well, if only that was in the last episode and it wasn't cut out for no good reason. Yeah, everyone remembers part one of Legoland adventures. Yeah, well, everyone should remember part one of Legoland adventures. You'll rue the day. <laughs> <laughs> are you, what are you going to do? Edit it back in? <laughs> yes, because you won't remember if I do or don't. <gasps> Probably. It's true, I don't listen to the back catalogue. <laughs> All right, let's pick a trope and let's get running. Okay. White hat in Captain front of us. Hat. Yep. Because it runs the ship. Yeah. Choo choo. Svetlana. He ships make choo choo noises. Steam ships? Do they? Yeah, steam ships, yeah. Steam fairies? Yeah, because that's what creates the whistle. Ah, I was just thinking of choo choos as trains. No. Oh. I think I should put a for- forewarning, a pre warning. Precursor yeah. into this, yeah. yeah. Foreboding, maybe. That we're drinking for these episodes. Oh, yes. <laughs> this begins the marathon recording sesh. Yeah, we're like, let's have a night of it. And I brought a full one liter of Cappy Morgs, and we've got some Jamison here, which is quite disgusting. Damien's <laughs> hit the ciders because he's the manliest of men. Hey, <laughs> hey, ciders <laughs> are I the best. I specifically brought the normal looking one, not the pink cider. <laughs> I was like, they'll tease me. <laughs> and here I am. Nah, respect the cider. I was considering bringing cruises, but I was like, nah. Uh, I'm like, I ain't going to get drunk off cruises. I'm just going to get like, <laughs> white girl wasted and get sad and cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it happens on cruises. Why won't he love me? <laughs> Alex, that's the trope hat. <laughs> <laughs> he never answers my calls. <laughs> yeah, so we're drinking. So It's going to be great. Get ready for that. Yeah. Apologize in advance. <laughs> Our trope is normal town hides a dark secret. Ooh, Ooh I like Ooh. that. That's a strong Who one. wrote that one? That is one of mine. Ooh, well, so you can see here, it's on a ripped piece of I was going to shout out that paper. person, but I, I redact that. <laughs> oh, oh, damn it. Oh, I mean, that's one of uh, secret listeners' tropes. Uh-huh. So, can we think of any movies with a dark town and a dark secret? Uh, Normal Town Hides a Dark Secret is uh, Stranger Things, of which yep, I've just absolutely. finished the, for third season of. So did I. It's really good. Yeah, I haven't watched any of it. What about um, <laughs> no. that chick's body? Jennifer's body? Something like that? I've only seen the trailer for it. I've seen, I can't remember what it's called, but I have seen it. I feel like that might have, I feel like they were like <clears throat> not from the town. I don't know. You know yeah. what did, did a really good um, break against type movie of this is Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. Normal Town Hides a Dark Secret. Because <laughs> it's like that plot line should have been kind of like a thriller or a horror. Oh, yeah. They did it as a comedy. Uh, Stepford Wives. Yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I'm sure glad you are. agree because I haven't actually seen it. I just know the trope, Stafford Smiler from that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It's t- I mean, it's it's what you'd <clears throat> expect. It's like everyone's everything's perfect, and then like, oh, it's too perfect. <sighs> yep. And then depending on which version you saw, they're like robots and or mind controlled. Wow. <laughs> True that. Sort of that wax museum movie where it's like a normal town at the start, <laughs> but they're all like wax people. <laughs> And it's just that guy controlling them all. He, he turns people into wax. Is that the dolls? one that had? Oh, gee, who was that? Woman Paris Hilton. That was, yeah, Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah. I was really worried about how I would describe Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much that the whole movie is her know. banging a dude, and then she gets like stabbed with a pitchfork. <laughs> wow. <laughs> how her sex tape should have ended. <laughs> she literally in the movie was like the friend brought his like new girlfriend, and like, oh, we hate her, and then she dies. And then she's like, let's bang. And he's like, all right, then pitchfork. <laughs> wow. Through the back, through the mouth. Probably, I can't remember now. It was a long time ago. And they uh, cut her finger off. And she's like, mm. I'm like, wow, excellent <laughs> acting. <laughs> uh, Scooby-Doo 1, the live action movie. Or they, every Scooby-Doo episode they ever. They go to an island. That That's not a normal a town. Secret. It's a theme park, isn't it? Yeah, it's a theme park. Mm. Normal town. It's for like kids who are finishing like high school, y'all, but they're all like 37. <laughs> It's true. This is what we creatures bring. I was actually thinking about that movie the other day. They always hire like late twenties actors. To I'd be like, I'd totally so. be Velma. Yeah. You know, I found out that Rizzo from Greece was thirty three when she played Rizzo. Really? It's yeah. like the girl of Modern Family who's like old as, but she played the like the the oldest sister of the. You don't watch Modern Family? No. Oh, anyway, the, one of the actors she was playing like a seventeen year old, and she was like old AF. But they're like, no, no, no. Seriously, check her out. She's old as. I mean, young looking. Mm. <laughs> Well, like, some people can get away with that. Like, Michael Sarah's probably in his early 30s now, and he could probably still play a teenager. What? Is he? Yeah. Well, he's yeah. such a weird kind of He's been in though. a teenager in stuff since, like, 2002. That's true. Mm. Yeah, but he started it's, that at 12, because he's, like... He's just so awkward. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed that he became famous. Like, if that's really <laughs> his personality, good on him, because that would have been very difficult. <laughs> like, this is a joke that he just... Like was passing by a film set and someone mistook him for an actor and he was too nervous to correct them. Like, <laughs> so he became like a film star. He's <laughs> just trapped in his life. I wouldn't like if something reasonably like honest told me that I wouldn't. Dis- I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you no, buy no, that. No, that, yeah. checks out. that. I wouldn't further look into it, but I'd be like, hey, I guess. Yeah. Who's going first? Uh, I can if you like. What's on your yeah. thumb? Uh, it's paint. Okay. I watched the IT crowd. So you know the episode where he's got like oh shit on his God. forehead. No, I don't watch the IT crowd. <laughs> I watch funny things. That's what it reminded me. Though. It's like it's like it's chocolate, not shit. <laughs> yeah, Amelia was, was gonna be like, it's not shit. <laughs> yeah. For those playing at home, there's like suspicious brown stains on my left thumb. Like he missed the toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not saying that from experience. Yeah, nah, this is <laughs> yeah. what I imagine that would look like. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Normal town hides a dark secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone doesn't have toilet paper, they just use their hand. Mm. Going first. So I'm going to fuss around for a piece of these bits, genres. Is it? Yep. Yep. Oh, a match made in heaven. Holly, what would you... Mm. Sorry. Alex, what would you say is the perfect genre for Normal Town Hides a Dark Secret? Horror. Oh. Dark secret. Is it mystery? Oh, no. Well, it's detective. Oh. So I guess oh, that okay, was yeah. thought. But detective Normal Town hides a dark secret. You're welcome, by the way. I put that in. Yeah, geez. That's 
We're playing table right now. So this is just ready to go. What historical war related country are we in? Oh. <laughs> are we in Argentina? Yeah, m- maybe. <laughs> where are ha- we where in the haven't pen I? Place? I don't think I've done like. You haven't done like Germany or any like big ones. I don't think you've done Canada. I don't th- well, who, why would I? Um, I don't think I've done. They had some secret like stations up there. Yeah. Like where they taught the people to do the, the naughty stuff. Uh, this okay. is what we creatures bring. Uh, no, that's going to be my head all day now. Uh, okay. So my normal town hides a dark secret detective film is going to be set in Japan. In. Uh oh. In this is not going to be a World War Two thing, is it? No. Okay. It's going to no. be post that. <clears throat> it's going to be uh, the historical period in which Japan is kind of like has contacted has been contacted by the West and is kind of like rapidly trying to modernize and um, turn itself into what it thinks of as a European kind of like world power. Right. So the um, the samurai clans are being um, defanged and mm-hmm. um, outlawed, and they're and the kind of cities are modernizing, and there's kind of like an industrial revolution going on, and we have our um, detective who is actually kind of a a ring in that like a British um, member of the constabulary that is um, that whitewashing love that yeah <laughs> so you know you know so he comes out he comes out British actor <laughs> to to star in or otherwise all Japanese casted film uh-huh. um, so he's uh, come along on a steamship <laughs> so it, so the film opens on a steamship and he's kind of like choo choo and there's lots of like it kind of sets up the <laughs> period and the, and the local costumes and like the Japanese kind of like um, dock workers or whatever sets us up where we are and what the time period is and there's like kind of lots of like um, smokestacks and but there's also people wearing traditional Japanese garb so we get the sense that this uh, is kind of a transformative time going on I'm thinking Indiana Jones am I far off uh, no you're not too far off cool. oh really yeah you're not too far off skeet <laughs> so it's kind of like that playful, like we're in a we're in a, we're in a setting, but we're playing with it, and it's you know we're playing it up. Um, so he's a member of the constabulary that was British, and he's been hired to come across because they're setting up um, new like um, courts and and um, codes of law, and they're kind of like hiring a bulk hiring um, experts from the West to come and, and help to modernize Japan. So he's been. Um, hired to come over and, and help like train the local police force in like the modern um, uh, European mo- mode of, of doing law enforcement. So he um, goes and gets his assignment papers and he thinks he's meant to be in Tokyo and they're like, oh no, you've been assigned to this kind of more regional province. And he's like, oh, like, hang on a minute. I didn't like, out in the country, I don't speak any Japanese. I like, where's my translator? And he has trouble like finding that. So he's, the first um, 10 minutes of the film are him like having trouble getting around and and butting up against the local customs and not being able to pay for things and you can tell he's like kind of a competent um, serious um, kind of law enforcement type dude, but he's having trouble with the with the locals and then he finally gets to this village and it's really rustic and traditional Japanese. Is it Liam Neeson? Uh, no, I, I was thinking more Simon Pegg. It's definitely not Simon Pegg. <laughs> Are you sure thanks. about that? Thanks. <laughs> you shut your goddamn don't, mouth. Don't put it in my head. I'll, I'll, it'll steer me otherwise. <laughs> Suddenly all the like, zombies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he gets to the to the local town and he arrives and there's a lot of uh, resentment because like, who is this guy? And like, he's like kind of a, an outsider and a foreigner. White devil. Yeah, he's a white devil. Aren't we all? Uh, <laughs> 
and he's um, says with the help of like the translator that's been assigned to him, the local kind of administrator, that he's going to help um, like train the constabulary. So he starts getting to know the place and whatever, and he starts to like kind of settle down. Um, and you kind of see him over like a few months. It's a bit of a time lapse type affair where he's like kind of teaching them and he's learning Japanese and learning the customs and he's gaining the trust. So he's kind of like the early on, he's kind of like settling in and, and it's kind of working out okay. And then uh, in the middle of town one day, there's a body and it's been gruesomely um, killed and kind of like flayed. Can I make my guess now? Do you already know what the like what it is? No, I don't. Okay, then I won't <laughs> guess because that way. No, you guess. Okay. Give me a suggestion. I was gonna say vampires. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be something supernatural. Yeah, sure. but if you, like, it's not a fun guess if you don't know what it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's not vampires. You're wrong. Heck. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got t- bite marks at his neck. <laughs> yeah. uh, so no, his he's <laughs> so he's been kind of like he's been like clawed and like. You know, it looks like he's been attacked by one animal. Saber tooth tiger. But I'm but assuming that's Japanese. But he's been strong. <laughs> Saber tooth tigers, classic Japanese <laughs> like know. local species. Um, White so he, tiger. I don't know. So he's been clawed all over, <laughs> and he's got these kind of like deep, um, uh, kind of like almost like spear wounds in him, and he's just been like like lots of claw marks all over him. So he's a real mess. But he's been like strung up. So they're like, okay, well, this looks like an animal attack, but he's been strung up. And the the um the constable, the main character, gets called there, and he's like, "What's going on here? Like, what like what kind of this? Some kind of animal attack? But why? Like, who did this?" And he looks at the locals and like and like is demanding, like, "Who did this? Who who strung him up? Who left him here? Like, you know, this man like was alive when he was being strung up. We could have helped him. Uh, no one's saying anything, right? Because they don't speak English." And, the, and, the tra- and everyone seems really like afraid and like what's going on you know no one no one is wanting to help him out they're mm-hmm. being like really close-lipped and he's like wait are they like not telling me what's going on because they all know and they don't want me to know because i'm an outsider or do they all know because they're scared and they don't want to like um they don't want to like go poking around and so he's a bit confused because the seemingly animal attack also had like human agency so he's like, okay, there must be some kind of like logical explanation for this. So he starts investigating who the person was, and they were like a local, um, uh, like forester that went out into the woods and um, and like went looking for plants and stuff. So you know he was probably out in the woods when this happened. And what kind of animal would do this type of thing? And he does his research and he looks through the logs, but it's all like nothing's but really well written down. And he's writing letters and trying to f- figure out what's going on. And then classic in- Liam Neeson. <laughs> And then, <laughs> fuck off, and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the pen it's, is mightier than the sword. I mean, it might be Liam Neeson. You're convincing me. <laughs> I, I was a no when you first said it, and now I'm a maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, because he, he might be wearing a bowler hat. He looked pretty good in that garb. It's all in black, white, and red. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets his first kind of clue when he sees <clears throat> a um, a small uh, weasel that's been. <laughs> Sorry. He sees a small, okay. he sees a, small <laughs> a small weasel that's dead in the gutter and it's been like kind of done in by a crow and it's been like the same kind of like beak stabby patterns and the same kind of claw marks. Oh my god, was the- it a bin chicken that got him with their long neck? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're warmer. <laughs> the bin chickens. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's weird. Like he kind of glances at it and he's like, that's the same wound pattern but like on a much smaller scale. And he's well, like, that checks out birds are smaller oh, than humans. And, and then he's like, yeah. oh, okay, maybe I should ask about that. And he's like, hey, are there any giant birds, whatever? And they, I think people I know start what you're, freaking out. I think Bin I know chickens. what you're on to. Do you? 
Oh man, tell help. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, isn't there the myth of the like the Kenkaku, the bird people? Sure, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, were you? So, were you? I, no, I'm, I'm falling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay, so the, I'm back in charge. Hey, so anyway, like, hey, do you do you know anything about giant birds? And they're like, <gasps> and they are like open up kind of a dusty scroll, and it's none other. And he shows him kind of a diagram of the Kenkaku, Kenkaku, Kenkaku. the the bird the demon bird people, and yeah, and he's like, oh, that's that's a bunch of nonsense. Like, you know, I'm not, I don't believe in superstition. I'm fucking Ichabod Crane. Like, you don't be silly. <laughs> and uh, the oh, I get it, because Crane is a bird as well. Yeah. Uh, and then, good one. Thanks, you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm drinking was a mistake. Um, well, maybe no, if you're then, drinking to my level, we'd be okay. Yeah, maybe I'm just not drinking enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly, I shouldn't have put so much more in mine than you do. I need, I need the fear that gives men wings. Uh, okay, so then his uh, his advisor, his translator, is the next guy that rocks up, also torn apart. So Ugh, and he's like, that's not ideal. Yeah, no. and it's like kind of like a this is about me now. Is this a warning that I should stop investigating? Uh, and then he's like, okay, we need to go sort this out. So this other um, lady has been like um, befriending, possibly romantically. Who's a oh, local. I was imagining like an old lady. I'm like, ew, <laughs> like old, yeah, old lady, ninety year old woman who's like just peeling potatoes. <laughs> Older ladies can be sexy. Oh, she probably would be peeling a potato in Japan. Like Japan have potatoes? I feel like not before European. Not potatoes, like yeah. yam, yams, possibly. Yeah, yeah. bamboo, rencons. <laughs> Suck it on the sugar. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, so he kind of enlists her to go um, see if they can track down this. But she's a sexy young lady, or is she a nine-year-old woman? No, she's like... <laughs> There's no um, middle ground. She's. They don't age like that. That's not how it works. It's like <laughs> Sims. It's just like boom, boom, bang. <laughs> yeah, okay. So she's like in the like 20 to 79 bracket for like <clears throat> Japanese okay, ladies. So still sexy Lexi. Still sexy. <laughs> uh, so we enlist her aid and they go out there and try and track it down and then they... And um, her skirt gets caught in a stick and ooh, oh my God. <laughs> And they're like, oh, there's rumors that they nested in this like one particular uh, place. So they go out there, and they get set upon by like kind of shadowy figure, and he not the kakakaka. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like kind of got feathers, and it's like you know you barely see it, but it's kind of like in there, and it kind of sets upon him, and the lady yeah. like bolts for it. So she makes a run for it, and then wow. he's left to fight this thing alone. <laughs> Way to dog love. And then, <laughs> and then like he kind of eventually gains the upper hand and you, and pulls out his revolver and shoots it. And then he goes over to bang. its to its Beanie like bang. <laughs> bang 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 and a bang and a bang. I'm actually gonna go see them in Sydney in two weeks. Oh really? Yeah, I'm very excited. Who? Auntie Donna. Oh okay okay. Sorry, I didn't know it was enough. Come on, that was sketch. the soundtrack for our trip to Legoland. <laughs> I've only seen like two Auntie Donna sketches. How fucking dare you? Oh no, sorry, I've watched all of 1999. Oh, it's like yeah. Have you seen Thirty Dollar Bottle of Wine? No. That is, I reckon, the best one to get people in on because it's just like. Uh, it's My favourite one hilarious. was Aussie Christmas Song. Yeah, it's not bad. Or oh, the one where it's like the salami's not hot. Like I like I feel like if that was your first episode, <clears> you'd be like, fuck these guys, never watching them again. But like as someone who's already into them, I'm like, this is gold. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Are you ready for my big reveal? <laughs> bang! Beanie bang. Yeah, I am. Okay, so he goes over to the to the um, wounded body and it's got it's kinda like wing over it, so it's obscuring itself. Oh, because he shot the bird. Yeah, he yeah. shot it. Just and in case anyone like, forgot like I did. And then he's like, what are you? And uses his boot to roll it over. And it's, turns An out, crazy it's guy. not even a Kotaku at all. Kotaku at all. It's a guy that he knew from the village that's dressed up like it. And he's been like, 
trying to drive this detective out and trying to like by killing his friends and family <laughs> by killing the guy who like invited him there and wrote to the um, people that were like hey we should modernize etc yeah. and then his helper who was like previously. a collaborator yeah. and then he was trying to deliberately use the lady to lure her to lure him to this isolated spot so he could ambush him but he didn't expect a revolver so then he got himself shot because they don't know what that is yeah and and they're like what's this contraption that's killing and me and he's <laughs> like oh so it turns out you and like your like and that lady were actually like conspiring against me I've cracked it and I've solved this case and he goes back there and he like arrests the lady and has her like slap her on the tits a little naughty girl wow <laughs> I was gonna say wow. but but I've got the word Pretty imperialist, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he's a white guy, so... Yeah, I guess so. That's part yeah. of the broader narrative, I suppose. Um, and then, has no comment. And then he has a bit of a soul-searching, and he's like, man, what am I even doing here? Like, I'm, you know, I'm here to, like, help fight crime, and I don't yeah. want to be here if people My are going to get My wife and 57 children me. are back in yeah. Britain. Seven of um, which have survived. So then he goes home and, like, he goes to the um, village and he arrests the people that need to be arrested and, like, kind of sorts it out. And then, like, writes a letter um, asking for a resignation, and then he meets his um, replacement, who, who relieves him, and he's also fresh faced and like ready to make a change and you know show these show these Japs how like real policing should be done mm-hmm. local. And he's like, and sure, Liam Neeson <laughs> says, luck. and Liam Neeson's like, it's not so simple. <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm getting out of here, and um, then he's like, the last shot is him on the steamboat back to back to England, Choo Choo Land, yeah. And that is my normal town hides a dark secret detective. So what was the dark secret the town was hiding? That there's a murderer. But that only became because of the guy. Yeah, you suck. <sighs> yeah, because like I thought... Don't mind me, I'm making a second beverage. It was going to be more like the town was hiding the existence of the Kenkaku. Yeah. And or like, the like town a- was in on the whole murder, like it was going to be a death by a thousand okay. cuts sort of thing. I'll level with you guys. I got to the point where I'm like, either this yep. demon is real and town was hiding a dark secret... Or not everything is that as it seems, and then I get he actually has to be a detective. So I was like, I was at a bit of a crossroads. <laughs> yeah. To, to I be hope honest, you guys enjoyed that ACMR. ASMR, AMR, ASMR, whatever. ASMR. Hope you enjoyed that drink ball. Where were you going before I jumped in? Did you have mm, nothing? Nobody or? knows. <laughs> Flock of birds. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you were like, oh yeah, it's that, but on a smaller scale. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, sure. I think I was going to do something like a. Wait, what's the movie when the crows attack? The birds. That. <laughs> that's where I thought you were going for a start initially. Hmm. But then no. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That they, happened. There could have been more dark secrets. That will do. That will do. Donkey. There could have been that infinitely more dark secrets from zero to one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Math burn. Math, math city, bitch. Right, a normal town yeah, hides a dark words. secret, period drama. I just did that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's really taking the steam out of my engine boat. Surely that wasn't what your idea was. Like, if I get period drama, I'm going to do Japanese. Like, no. Like- no, it's just that it's basically the same thing. Um <clears throat> All right, so now I have to think of a period that isn't. Think of that. a dark secret first. Take it from me. Don't make, <laughs> don't make my mistakes. Think of a dark secret. Oh, I can do dark secrets in spades. All right, so just take one of your dark secrets and then <laughs> set, set it eighty years ago, and then you're away. Eight mm. years ago, it was two thousand and five. I'm. I don't know. I'm not good at math. What are we at now? Eight. Wow. Two thousand eleven. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I should have thought of where we were now before I did the minusing. <laughs> <laughs> you just minus five from what? <laughs> Ten. Oh. <laughs> um. Walk, walk. What's that? Um, a place to call home. Just do that. Just redo a place to call home. I don't know what that is. Well, it was all it was all naughty naughty secrets. Yep. I liked it. It was good. Wait, they didn't is, bring in an, an extra season. Are you thinking about a place beyond the pines? No, a place to call home. It was a TV series, oh. and it was like after the World War, and it was like this chick who was like I think um, I was quite young when I watched it. I think and she was like Jewish or something, and then like she came in as a doctor in this like English town, but like because of the war. She still had like a lot of problems, and her husband like was lost in the war. They like took him away, and but then they like she was gonna marry the really rich guy, but the mum didn't want it, so she went and found her husband for her, and like did this really nice thing. But it was in malice. It was weird, but it was good at the same time. And he was like gone, like they tortured him so much that he was like crazy. <coughs> but then she didn't marry the rich guy, so now the the mum got to still like rule the kingdom. Yeah, and then her daughter one. went and like <laughs> married one. the daughter went and married some like like poor person. They're like, how dare! Oh. Yeah, and they're like, all right, you can go live with them then. You can have no money. And she's like, what? I thought if I married him, he'd live with us. They're like, nah, fuck <coughs> it, you're out. And then How she funny like, is it that the height of like, drama used to be like, this person of this wealth level didn't marry the someone of the same wealth <laughs> the level. The appropriate wealth level. Good heavens. Yes, oh my. you fucked the horse boy. How dare. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's a bad match. If I wasn't one of the super rich people in that time, like... It I wouldn't have enjoyed it that much, I don't think. No, <laughs> you're just making rock and, like... Dying in childbirth. But I guess you could, like, marry who you wanted, though. I guess that was an option. That's sounding an awful lot like now. Because you can sort of marry whoever you want now, but also I'm not super rich, so I'm not really enjoying the privileges of the time. I feel like we're richer than quite a lot of people. Oh, we definitely are. (laughs) Yeah. I don't grind stone against stone for a living. (laughs) Yeah, we let people in third world countries do that for us. (laughs) That's where our our poor is. We just move them overseas. Export. Um, <laughs> if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so we're going to start off and we've got a well-to-do couple from the burgeoning metropolis that is uh, 1920 Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. And <laughs> Never heard of it. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> They're the people that lose state of origin every year. Uh, except not this year. I don't know. I don't watch. They no, just Whatever that is. They did. No, no they, they, won. they won. Yeah, sorry. They won I, in the last 20 seconds. I stopped listening with the third what you game. said. Yeah. I knew a thing about sports. Yeah, no, I was that. on Queensland side, that's right. I was like, no, the people yeah, I wanted too. to win lost. And they want to get away for, you know, a, a holiday. Mm-hmm. So they're traveling down the New South Wales coast and they end up in a charming little town called Mystery Bay. Oh uh-huh. my God, is this Scooby-Doo? <clears throat> and as <Jinkies>. they're <laughs> coming in on their period... Is a Great Dane? Appropriate A regular Dane Method of conveyance (laughs) Yep They're seeing The lovely fields As they come in And the fields are just uh, They're these really tall flowers In like a rainbow of colours Just imagine a one shot Across the flowers Into their cabin (laughs) Oh thank you Alex I I wasn't going to say it (laughs) Their horse cabin thing And You can see people Tilling about in the fields And like collecting Bunch of them Bunches of them And Mm -hmm. potting them And sending them for export And like that seems to be like Oh, yeah. And the husband's pointing out to his wife. Wait, sorry. They're boxing up flowers? They're like collecting flowers or like pulling up plants of each color and potting them together so they can like send them away. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, know, sure. that's how agriculture works, right? 
Uh, Exporting plants. Okay. Um, <coughs> Seeds would be of my guess. <laughs> I know. But like they're not they're I not think cutting are, like thinking of flower as in like when you grind wheat, but no. you're saying flowers. No, no, they're, they're <laughs> the pretty things on tops of stalks. Oh. But okay. the townspeople are pulling up the entire plant instead of just trimming them off so that they can put them in a new pot and then ship that so the plants will still be alive instead okay. of just cutting them off and yep. that. And the wife's explaining to the husband, oh, dear Clarence, look at the rainbow fields of Mystery Bay. This is going to be a lovely scenic adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and Clar- Clarence is our main character? Is the husband. Yep. Clarence's parents have a real good marriage. Oh, sure. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you didn't want that, you shouldn't have picked Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten entirely about it. You've fallen into Alex's trap. <laughs> and he's like, oh, very good, Posey. I'm sure this will be a lovely weekend away. Posey's the female? Yes. Ring a ring a posy. You have something for everything, don't you? I don't know. <laughs> so we will see. <laughs> they um they end up walking through Main Street towards their hotel, and it's but bustling. There's people everywhere, <clears throat> and they check in and they get a lovely seaside, you know, hotel room that overlooks the bay, and it's sort of like a little covey thing, so you can see the ocean. It's beautiful. Yep. And they get changed and like, oh, what are we going to do, Posey? Oh, well, I heard there's a lovely festival going on at the moment, so let's go down and enjoy that. And then they have, you know, that montage that's in every movie, them sampling the local delights, meeting the main characters of the town, and all that good stuff. So I'm picturing everyone's dressed in kind of like lovely, <coughs> soft-looking white calico suits and dresses, and like everything's really... Um, like. Formal and yeah, it's and like, like when looking. Australian fashion was really puffy, mm-hmm. like the with the big hoop skirts and sort of that. Yeah, 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 like a um, hanging hanging rock style. Yeah, that kind of. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I haven't watched the movie, but yes. Miranda. Oh my god, that's what my auntie did when I was there. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I assume that's from the book and or movie. Yeah, and real event. Dun dun dun. Wow. Wow, I should have done hanging rock. <laughs> For real. Although I'm pretty sure someone's already made that film when it was called. Um, and so they're meeting all the townspeople and it's great. They have dinner. Everything's funny. Great. But uh, then they go to bed and when they wake up, they're walking to the bakery. They're waiting for it to open. It's like six o'clock in the morning. So when people got up early and suddenly they notice something's on the beach and they go down and they find this body on the beach. And the husband's like, dearie me, that person is dead. Pokes it with his cane. Washed all the way from Japan. <laughs> oh, jeez. Lots of bird marks. Yeah. <laughs> Shared cinematic universe. The, the Sounds like the work of a kenkaku. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> the person has like a lot of really weird abrasions and bruising on them, mm-hmm. but seems to otherwise be, you know, well, they're dead, so not fine. <laughs> but yeah. They're just bruised and not... <laughs> a little bit dead. Otherwise, just <laughs> loving loving life. <laughs> yeah, super bruised, but like they're, they're not stabbed, they're not shot or anything obvious. Mm-hmm. And they call in the local constabulary and they investigate it. And the husband and the wife are busy discussing it at dinner later. I was like, oh, this is a weird Margaret for our vacation. Yes, dearie me, ghastly business, this murder, tut, tut, whatever. Smokes a pipe. Um, <clears throat> so it's definitely a murder. Well, that's what they think it is. The constable's very tight-lipped about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go. They decide to go for an evening stroll. And it's like six o'clock at this point. And they're suddenly noticing that there's fewer people around than they thought there were. Um, 
<clears throat> and they stop and ask one of the shops that's open, like, oh, where are all the tourists? And she says, oh, no, it's been quiet this season, you know. But what about all the people yesterday? What people? And they're like, okay, this lady's clearly weird. Let's just leave this mm-hmm. alone. Um, and <clears throat> as they're walking away, they're like, surely no, we saw there was like a thousand extra people. And yeah, where do they all go? Um, ghosts. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. Um, ASMR. And they do a little bit of <laughs> spelunking investigating in you know, our middle third of the movie. Is them, spelunking? You know, investigating. Uh-huh. Doing some, you know, white people poking around and shit that's not theirs. You mm-hmm. know, classic pastime. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and eventually if they find out that the um, guy who washed up was also a tourist. And she was like, oh, maybe all the people heard about the tourist who died and left because they don't want to be, you know... In a touristy place that kills people. Makes sense. And the husband's like, yeah, makes sense. Oh, cheaper vacation for us then, dear. She's like, <laughs> sure, I guess. Let's let's check out tomorrow, though. Then they get back to the hotel, and the hotel's like, oh, thank goodness you're here. We're going to have our festival tomorrow night. You two are more than welcome to come. Festival? This is the first I'm hearing about. It. Oh, yes, it, it varies. It depends on when the harvest is coming in. Um, and they're like, okay, sure. So they go up, go to Didn't bed. Didn't they already arrive at Dreamer Festival? Did I say that? No, they're just harvest, harvesting flowers. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, I thought that was... <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, the, the hotel <laughs> person's like, yep, since the harvest is ongoing and it's a bountiful season, we're finishing up the harvest and we're having our celebration tomorrow. You two should absolutely come. And like, all right, yeah, we'll go to that. We'll go to bed, wake up and GTFO. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to the festival and there's like some stalls in the street. People are there. And there's like... A noticeable amount of people, but not as many as there were on the first night. Um, so they're like, okay, yeah, this is fine. Um, but as they go deeper into the festival, playing the stalls and the games and whatnot, they start to feel a bit strange. And then, so it's kind of a carnival type, yeah, affair. Kind of a carnival. Yep. Um, and then they stop and really look around, and there's a lot of people just staring at them. Oh. But not like the people at the carnival. There's like these extra people in very like dirt stained clothes holding simple farming instruments, like at the edges of streets and in the alleys and on top of buildings and stuff, just looking at them. Mm, I like Yikes. that. On top of buildings. Yeah. That's high. And <laughs> Depending on the quality of this village. <laughs> all the ones on street level start encircling them. And this is like hundreds of people. And, like, the rest of the regular townspeople just don't even take any notice of it. Oh, spooky. Yeah. Um, And then they start... They eventually encircle the husband and wife, and the husband is, like, flicks up his cane, and the um, thing comes off, and it's actually a cane sword. Oh, Clarence. Man (laughs) of action. Back, you devils! I will... Taking my wife, and I'm getting out of here! (laughs) And some guy with a scythe just disarms him. Flicks the cane off somewhere else. And he's like, oh my, I surrender then. Mm-hmm. Um, and the these people with their farming movements start corralling them towards the sea and just <clears throat> generally beating them up. Like not slashing at them, not stabbing them, just like roughing them up a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and a handful of them just grab onto them and start walking into the ocean. And you hear the townspeople 
just at the shore's edge as they're being dragged in the ocean. Yep, it was a good harvest last year. Hopefully we'll have a good one next year. Thank you, tourists, for helping out. And the people just dragged them into the ocean. Oh. And they die. They die, you the say. End. I'm going to guess by drowning. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So as a play on that sort of like um, dark town wanting a good harvest sort of trope. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all these people were... For the visual medium aspect of this, those people that started surrounding them, they were all the people who were tilling the fields in the first act. Okay, so these yeah. actually weren't ghosts at all. They no, were just like the they're just simple town. farm labourers. Got it. Who sort of aren't allowed in the town proper. Yeah, yeah. But come out to ensure, you know, the harvest festival is bountiful. Yeah, they just invite them in when they're going to do a mob murder. Yeah, as you do. Cute. So Love that's that. Mystery Bay 1922 edition. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, Town Harvest the Dark Secret. Boom. Pure drama. I'm going to make myself a drink while Alex uh, does her thing. I just remembered, if I may, another um, <laughs> so normal, did I. normal town Which one did you think of? You didn't think of Wicker Man, did you? No. Good. Um, it's actually <laughs> um, slightly different in um, narrative form. It's a um, kind of storytelling computer game called Night in the Woods. And it's really, really cool. I recommend it to anyone that is computer game kind of orientated. It's like like an interactive story that you play through. Um, and it's, yeah, it follows that line of Normal Town Harbors of Dark what Secret. Night in the Woods. Okay, that sounds really good. It's super good. It sounds very super, up my alley. Yeah. It's like that game where they turn the animatronics turn alive at night. You're thinking of Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm not Th- sure that's if it's like local that, children's chain hides a dark secret. Yeah, but it, it still hides a dark <laughs> yeah. secret. I was thinking of it. Oh, yeah. The newest one, definitely. I've oh. only seen the newer one. Well, Stephen King horror's in the hat, so if you pull it, you can just do it. Well, I didn't. I got Western. Oh, boy, howdy. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. A bang, bang, ba bang, bang, or whatever it was. <laughs> bang. Biggity bang. Bang, 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 a bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Gotta take your horse Shoot down the town road. <laughs> hmm. So, Alex, you pulled Western, correct? Yeehaw. And your movie opens on a... Start screen where the <laughs> start Pixar, screen where the Pixar guy comes and stands on the eye. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking, right? Yep, yep. Western town, isolated town. Yep, but fairly big. Uh huh. So the township is in the area, and over the hill, mm-hmm. over the hill where the sun sets, is a graveyard. Ooh. And this movie starts with about a 17 year old boy. And they're at the funeral of his dad. And they don't, there's lots of gravestones there and stuff, but they don't actually <coughs> bury him. They burn the father. It's oh, like shit. It's a burning ceremony, like as a respect thing. Mm-hmm. And they have to like burn him in there. Like he's sad and everything. And he's got his mum and he's got like two little brothers and then a little sister or something. So it's like kind of big family and they're all mourning. And they're walking back to the um, township, like over the big hill. And the family, like, go ahead. And one of the other men in the country... Town. Town. One of the other men from the thing, excuse me, pull him aside. And they're like, hey, Joseph, I know it's been hard, man, but, like, you need to come to my tavern tonight and I need to talk to you. You're the man of the house now and there's, like, uh, there's expectations that you need to uphold now or, like, your family's going to be... A man from, has responsibilities. Yeah, your, your family's going to be removed from the township. And he's like, oh, heck, but I'm a cow doy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll see you at nighttime in the 
Saloon. Tavern. Saloon. Yep. So he goes down and the guy's like a, he's like a friendly uncle sort of thing. Like he's like <clears throat> loving, but also like stern. He's like, you have to do this, but like, yeah. I want the best for you. He's like, <sighs> when I call him Joseph, like Joseph, <laughs> like we have made a pact from the dawn of time in this country that like the, the eldest and strongest man or like the most capable man from each family has to come with us on the full moon of each month mm-hmm. to come like right over the mountain. And like, I know you're, you're like, you've never, like we never tell anyone except the people that are in our pact. And like, you've seen your father do it since you were a kid. Like, and now he's gone and it's time for you to step up. Like, do you understand why your father died? He's like, well, he was in the war. Whatever you guys go do. Like, I assume yeah. you like fight back Indians or something. And he's he like, places on the skull ring and becomes the ghost who walks <laughs> the phantom. Heck, that was a lot. I'm not thinking that far. Oh. <laughs> um, but he's like, I'll show you. And they like walk over onto the top of the hill. And he's like, you see the graveyard there? He's like, don't you wonder why we've stopped burying people when we start burning them now? Mm. And he's like, no, like not really. Like, specs, <laughs> I'm 17. <laughs> to be, to be honest, we've always done it. Not really. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we've always done it like that. He's like, we didn't used to. We used to just bury people here, but... Uh, oh, that's why it's called a graveyard. Yeah, huh, that makes a, sense. A curse was put on the land, and mm-hmm. now on every full moon of the month, like they become like the living dead, <sighs> and every person who was buried there comes back up and tries to avenge the town. Like, so if we like bury people, it becomes more and more. But there's so many there already; like we can barely hold them off as is. That's why we need every man to come fight it. And he Joseph's like, wow, okay, that's a big news. He's like, you can never tell any of the women or children in this town because it's too, you know, it's too big for a little old whammon. Like, they can't handle this information. He's like, you're a man now and you're part of the thing. So you have to, like, sworn to secrecy, you'll never tell anyone. And he, like, does, like, a pinky. A blood swear. Pinky swear or something. Yeah, pinky swear. It's <laughs> the cowboy code. Yeah. And it's, like, a couple weeks till. Next full moon. Next full moon. And he's sort of, like, thinking, like, this must be a joke. Like, they're just, like, a, it's, like, a induction into they go out and like find gold or whatever and like yeah. this is all crazy it's like a hazing rite of passage yeah of exactly and then the night comes and they come get him and he gets on his horse and he's got like his gun and his knife and everything and he's like this is cooked like they're still pulling me on like surely they were pulled out by this like and they all go up onto the hill yep. and like as the sun's like fully rising and then it like goes away and there's like this sort of flash of light and he's like mm, okay that's kind of weird but they're still <laughs> joshing with me surely and then like slowly they're like, let's go. And they all start running down and slowly people start coming out of like the graveyard and they're like attacking and people are like fighting and stuff. And he's sort of just on top of the hill like, what the fuck am I seeing? What is <laughs> okay, this Okay, guys. Very good. Where's the joke? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what is happening? Those suits look so real. But he's sort of like, oh no shit. Okay, this is real. And he's like watching them fight. And his dad was like one of like the head leaders and that sort of come into it. And they can see like, they, they're not as controlled. They're not as organized. And yeah. like the... The like um the skeleton people are starting to like win, and he's like, oh, oh shit, <laughs> like we've got to do this, and like they're like fighting. It eventually goes down, and he's like fighting. He sort of like helps the balance of like they're just so used to having that extra person there, and like him fighting sort of helps them. But there's like a lot of damage, like a lot of people have passed away, and like a lot of the head people as well. And there was just so many people, and there's so little men because they're all like most of them are injured or like knocked out sort of thing. So they did win, but only just so. The women and the other people of town come through and they're like, oh my God, we're going to help these people. And a heap of them get buried. Like they didn't do the fire ritual. Oh, they bury them all. Oh my. No, no. And he's, because he came in late, yeah. he's one of the few that weren't like mortally injured, like able to speak. He's like, no, we have to burn them. And they're like, why? And he's like, because that's the ritual. They're like, that's not good enough. Is a graveyard. That's only is like a tradition thing, anyways. Respect. Like 
They're going to understand we need to bury them. Like, the wolves will come out. It's gross. It's bad juju <laughs> to not, like, you know, put them at peace. And he's like, oh, my God, like, this is the worst thing. He's, like, trying to fight it. And he's just, like, he's overrun. He's only some 17-year-old kid. His dad's gone. He was, like, he's a voice. Like, he's no one sort of thing. Yeah. So, yep. Like, an extra 100 people are buried now. And he's like, oh, and, like, everyone else except for, like, him and a few others are in, like, the hospital, like, thing, like, injured, not able to speak, like, in comas, whatever. Interaction. Way too injured to really, like, do anything. Even if maybe they're calling out from them, like, no, don't bury him, burn him. Like, there's nothing they can really do. And it's, yeah, like, coming right. through the month and he's, like, freaking out. He's, like, oh, my God, like, we have to leave. What are we going to do? Like, no one's going to believe me. I can't tell them. Like, this, why would me suddenly saying it? No one's going to believe me anyway. And so he's, like, we just have to leave. Like, I just need to get my family and go. And they're, like, no, like, don't be stupid, Joseph. Like, what are you doing? So he goes in to the hospital and he's like talking to the other senior guy except for his dad and he's like what do I do he's like you need to fight them he's like it's impossible we can fight them and he's like look those bodies are still like they're fresh so they're, they're fresh weaker. like they may not come up you've got a month like leave <laughs> the guys that are left can fight off the ones that are here we'll organise it make it as good as we can you need to go to like the next town and like bring another f- bring more people to come fight for when they like mm-hmm. come skeletons are gonna fight so he like runs off into the distance he's on his horse it's a pretty horse i like it his cats taped together but it's still a nice horse mm-hmm. and he goes to the next town and he's like how do i tell them so he's like like there's a big group of people coming to like attack our town he's just like lying about it trying to make yeah. it sound like his people he's like i need you guys to help they're like well what's in it for us and he's like i'll do like i'll do anything like do you want me to farm your crops or something like come on just like help us please and they're like, okay, no, he seems, like, seriously scared. Like, we'll bring him over. And then, like, this old, like, rickety dude comes from the corners. He's like, I used to be from that town. Like, what are you saying? Like, is not what he's saying. Like, it is the curse of the devil. Like, do, go, do not go to that place or you'll be cursed yourselves. Like, and you'll become, like, an undead forever. And, like, mm, <laughs> old guy seems kind of strained on this. I think we're going to pass. And he's like, no, stupid old guy. <laughs> So he goes to the next town and by this town it's been like a month. So they've like, he's like, I don't even know if they've survived the first attack. Oh shit. Yeah. So he goes to the next town and there's a bunch of guys there and they actually like have sort of heard about this as like a, um, actually it's not another town. It's like a bunch of like outlaw ranger stealing guys. Oh. Oh. And they're like, we've heard about that tale. We didn't think that was real, but we're cool bang, bang, bangers. <laughs> we want to show how tough we are. So like us, 20 of us will come help you, even though they you normally have the like the bang a- brothers. <laughs> yeah. We're the banganeers. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so they come and they help us and they get back. And a lot of the town has been like completely destructed because... I've decided just now, like when sun rises, they have to go back. Like it's, they have to, it has to be nighttime, full moon. Yeah. Classic undead. So some of the town's right. But now the women and children are like, you were right. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, we believe you. Like where we'll evacuate. But like, you need to, you need to finish this for good. And they, him using like the new ideas of a young boy and like this new group of kids that are all relatively young too. Like we need to think outside of the box. Like just fighting them isn't good enough. Yeah. And he's like, hang on a second. Me, Joseph, the main character, <laughs> have this amazing idea. <laughs> we need to burn all the corpses or the skeletons or what has left because that's what kept everyone else being like. Mm. Yep. So they go down and they try and like burn it because it's not full moon. Like didn't really do anything. Like they're trying to like dig it up. doesn't work. And they're like, we have to wait till the full moon and they come arriving and then we'll burn them then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're like, all right, so cool. So they set up like this cool like thing around and like they set it all up and like this is going to work perfectly. And as it starts... Something goes wrong and they're like, oh my God. And they have to like sort of fight them adverse fact. 
adverse thing and all the other guys who are normally like bad guys have been like no we're here to like this is cool this is like we're just good guys now because we're so freaked out by what's happening we're just gonna be good <laughs> so now we're in the like the final gun site yeah final gun fight so they're coming alive but something went wrong that it didn't like light off and like set everything on fire mm-hmm. so they're actually having to fight them and joseph who's like the head guy and it was his whole idea he's like trying to fix the fire thing he's like fighting this thing and the guy is like he's like trying to set something to light and something comes up behind him and like stabs him in the back oh shoot no. and, but as he does that he also like lights the thing and everything <gasps> goes off so they're like calling him they're like come out you've got it on fire let's go because he's been stabbed in the back he can't go anywhere and everything's like fire around him and he's like no like this is just like get out of here like tell everyone like we've done it like just protect any of the other ones that like haven't gone out <laughs> push them into the fire and so he like dies and as he's like yeah, burning, the undead that is not the town people no just Joseph's dying and as he's doing that his dad's there and he's like like well done Joseph you've become the man you wanted to be or something and he sort of like just gets up through the through the through the fire and the flames and he like walks with his dad like into the light into the afterlife yeah mm-hmm. oh wow and like that's... all the skeletons are, like huh. burning around them and it's sort of like it's he's done it like the yeah. curse is gone wow mm. that's some pretty hardcore imagery thank you yeah sure Sure. <laughs> that was fine. <laughs> uh, what I really liked was that it wasn't outside people coming in and gruesomely discovering the town secret. Yeah. Like Damien's and mine. It was the town sort of self trying to inoculate against the, the dark secret, mm. which was neato burrito. Thank you. I love burritos. Yeah. Burritos <laughs> are good. Damien's so quiet. Was it? No, that was super pretty good. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. And another dark secret is a Western. Hit the notes. Are you jealous? Yeah, a little. It's like, <laughs> I wish I thought through my dark secret. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Surprise Synopsis. I've been Harley. He's been Harley. He has been Harley. Oh, we all agree on something. <laughs> you can also listen to Alex Gabbett's case notes. Um, subscribe on YouTube Follow us on Facebook This part of the show is going to get easier as the night goes on I swear uh, We have a Twitter Follow Surprise Synopsis at uh, Surprise Synops- at Surprise Synopsis Yeah there we go Yep. For those fresh hot tweets Tweet 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 <laughs> Surprise Synopsis Goodbye. It's been nice talking to you. Hopefully the next episode isn't too fucked up because we're a little bit deep. To be fair, I think this is only going to get worse. (laughs) I think the real issue is we're out of vanilla Coke. We still have half a bottle left. (laughs) Hello, just me. Um, Oh, I put the recording window in front of the Chrome tabs for the things I had to talk about. Uh, so, I meant to say Kenku, not Kenkaku, as I repeatedly did in the episode. Um, and also, Kenku are from Dungeons and Dragons, and are loosely based on Tengu, which is a legendary creature in Japanese folklore. So, theoretically, I have a path path to being somewhat relevant here. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention was A Place to Call Home premiered in 2013, so... Huh. Peace!